You know, a question that's always been asked of me is why is marriage so hard? Why is marriage so difficult? You know, many reasons why. You know, we buy into this lie that marriage is going to make us happy, going to solve all our problems, and we put this unrealistic expectation on our marriage. We put unrealistic expectation on our spouse to, to meet all our needs. But when reality sets in, that marriage is not about my happiness. My spouse cannot meet all my needs. We become, you know, dissatisfied, disillusioned. Anger sets in because of unmet expectations. We need to just understand that marriage is was not meant to make us happy. No such thing as a perfect marriage. And that's why, you know, as as married couples, it's a lifelong journey to death do us part. But you know what? Let me tell you probably the, the biggest reason why marriage is hard. Because we all have our issues. We all have our extra baggage. We have past experience, experiences, bad relationships, right? It all affects us to this day. You know, we, we have fear, doubt, anxiety, depression. All because of our past that we have never dealt with. I think the first step in, in, in this healing process is that we need to forgive those who hurt us. Whether it be a past spouse, an ex-boyfriend or girlfriend, our parents, siblings, friends, teachers, even bosses. People hurt us. You know, said, said bad words, put us down, done bad things to us. We need to go back and just forgive them. Because if we allow the anger and the bitterness to fester inside of us, it's only going to end up destroying us. Destroying ourselves, our relationships, and our marriage. Something that our spouse has nothing to do with. Okay, but that's why we don't forgive. We play this blame game, right? It's your fault that this marriage sucks. It's your fault, right? Because it comes down from a past relationship that we compare our exes and our, our parents to our spouse. We say, you're just like my ex, or you're just like my, my dad. It all stems from unforgiveness. You know, I remember in 2007, battling a, a bad case of depression, tried to commit suicide three times, but failed in that year. But I remember in the summer, a week before I was about to go on a mission trip to China, my dad just kind of 
driving around with him and this he asked me son are you doing and I just started bawling my eyes out and he's looking at me I was like are you okay what's the matter son and I just had to tell him for 35 years I had a grudge against you you know you always put me down calling me a failure you know call me a weakling never gonna be amount to anything and those words hurt me scarred me for life you know and that day you know I just told my dad I forgive you sometimes you know we wait I waited for 35 years for my dad to say son forgive me for all the bad things the bad words I've said to you but never came sometimes you want to find freedom and healing gotta go to that person and just tell them I forgive you so many times I had to do that you know it wasn't my fault you know but there's just the fact that I was holding a grudge and anger what let it go was them saying you know admitting that I yes I, I remember doing that please forgive me you know after the fact that I said you know I need to just do my part for harboring the anger and just the healing that took place after that with my father and you know to the day when he died he passed I thanked him for being such a good dad I thanked him for the life lessons he taught me the legacy he left with me and to this day I want to leave with my family and friends you know so much times I've heard you know friends and people by their parents or friends deathbeds and then all I hear is just oh I wish I could have been a better you know son a better daughter a better friend to you but I remember when I went when my dad's last breath took place I just thanked him for being a good dad that would never have happened if I forgave him when we forgave each other forgiveness does such a wonder to start the healing process in us and the second thing that we need to do is to forget forget the past forget what you know people have done to us the first step is forgiveness but can we forget the Bible says that we need to forget the past so we can go on to the prize that God has for us his plans and his purposes for us that's why we need to let it go forget the past you know people have forgiven right those who hurt us but we keep calling it up we your safety comes and brings the thought of the person and what he did and the anger comes back the anxiety depression all comes back from that one instance or several instances 
You may have forgiven them, but Satan is just the master of not letting us forget it. Forget what happened. And we keep doing that. We keep going back to the past. Back to the hurt, you know, back to the offense. And it keeps wounding us over and over again. And so we need to forget what happened. And many times that's what professional help does. Seeing a doctor, right? Seeing a pastor, a counselor to help you process what happened, but also to help you forget the past and never calling it up again. You know, when Satan tries to bring up our past, we need to tell him, no, I'm forgiven. And I will never go back to the past. I will never go back to the hurt again. But Satan, he like I said, every little thing, thought, or you know, we can see a person can re- that reminds of of the person who hurt us and brings back the memory. Choose to forgive. Choose to forget. That's why. Part of it too is we got to guard our mind. When the thought comes in of, you know, of the past, of the instance, just get it out. Tell Satan, no, I'm not going to go back there. I'm not going to live in there anymore. I'm not going to remember it anymore. Stand on the promises of God. Stand on the word of God that tells us Right, that we are free from the past. Where are his children? He loves us regardless of what happened in the past. Our identity is always found in Christ and his word and his promises. Not what happened in the past. Choose to guard our heart. Never to let anger, depression, anxiety, fear, doubt into our hearts because eventually it's going to come out as, as hurtful words, hurtful deeds. That's why it's a saying that hurt people hurt people. That's such a true statement. Sometimes as spouses, we wonder, where is this coming from, right? Where is this hurtful words, yelling, screaming coming from? Where is this blame coming from? It's from the past. That's why forgive, forget, guard your heart, guard your mind. Don't let Satan have an entryway into our hearts and minds and into our lives. Don't let him mess around. But keep bringing us back to the past. But always keep going forward. Keep going forward. Changing. Choosing to change into his image. And so we got to be in the hands of God. 
constantly in the hands of God and say, God, your change may be hurtful, but that's what marriage does. Marriage makes me more like Christ, makes me stronger, wiser, more mature, more character. We seek the change ourselves, not in our spouse, right? We like to criticize, blame our spouse for our problems. That's why when we see, you know, our leaders, pastors, doctors, never throw your your spouse under the bus. Always talk about my faults, my issues, my imperfections, my weakness, and work on them. Ask God to prune off the anger, bitterness, anxiety, depression, and put in you His love, grace, peace, mercy, right? Gentleness, kindness, temperance, meekness, self-control. And how do we do that? We just choose to practice. Choose to practice to love our spouse. Choose to be patient with our spouse. Choose to be kind to our spouse, right? Choose to have self-control. God gives us opportunities to change. But we need to choose. When the situation comes, how to respond? In anger or in love? In hate or in peace? It's our choice. Right? Sometimes we're arguing, you know, we, we want to win every battle, fight every battle. That's why choose your battles wisely. You don't have to fight every battle, you don't have to die in every battle. Many of these situations comes up because of our issues. We need to deal with them. Seek help. Seek God. Seek His Word. Seek His truth. So that you you can become more like Him. You see, if we're constantly changing, that was make the marriage better. That's what makes the marriage simpler. Is when we choose to change. Choose to face the giants. Right? Like David did. Right? His brothers and a whole army ran away from a giant named Goliath. But little David faced it. Knowing that God is on his side. Killed him with a sword and a sling. He knew that God was on his side. That's why I want to encourage you. God is on your side. God is in your marriage. If you're struggling in your marriage right now, hey, choose to forgive, choose to forget, 
choose to change.